What up, everybody? It's Cuff of the Vision Lab Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Farmers Insurance, the Robert Garcia Agency. If you're looking for the best insurance and customer service, make sure you pick up the phone and dial 972-645-1844. Whether it's home, life, or business insurance, Robert and his staff are the best at protecting you and your family. Once again, that's Farmers Insurance, the Robert Garcia Agency. Agency. The phone number, 972-645-1844. And the website is farmersagent.com forward slash R Garcia. And don't forget to mention the Vision Lab podcast. What up, what up? Welcome back to the Vision Lab Podcast in partnership with Next One Creative. I'm your host, Ryan Cuffey, alongside my co-host, Mr. Ryan Mosley. The Vision Lab is the official growth mindset podcast for all visionaries worldwide, showing mad love to the cigar community. It's here in the lab where we uncover people's visions and dreams and how those dreams actually come into reality. Yo, it's all about tapping into and becoming the absolute best versions of ourselves through self-discovery, self-examination, and self-actualization. Hey, yo, Mo, we're back at home, man. Yes, we are. So let's get the it new in. home. Yeah, the new home. The new old home, however you want to phrase it. Uh, we are at uh, 1604 North uh, I-35 here in Lancaster, Texas, the new location of Blowing Smoke Cigar Lounge, owned by uh, our sister, Edwina Brown, and our partner, Jacoby, uh, DJ Too Clean, as we call him. Yeah. Uh, it's beautiful to be here, EB. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. They've heard you on almost every episode. Thank you. Yeah, from the no, we appreciate you guys. This is episode a, three. Three, yes, episode she three. Was episode three, season season one. This is yeah. a gorgeous, wow. gorgeous space. Yes. Been moving a little bit. Yeah, Been over hundred now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're doing it. We're knocking on door one fifty here in a hot second. Ooh. Yeah. So uh obviously it's awesome to be here. So we wanna, you know, go ahead and bless the 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 lounge now that we're you know out here. And while we're doing this, why don't you tell us kind of what everybody's smoking and, uh, you know, let's get into it. Okay. Uh, so, Jacoby here, uh, he's smoking more on the medium side. What it is is a Rojas Street Taco. So, you're looking at uh, an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with Nicarag Nicaraguan binder and filler. So, a smooth, true medium. Um, the the owner the roller actually the blender lives here in dallas now but he's a cuban guy so um one of my faves uh rojas cigar so that's the barbacoa uh, i'm smoking an agonasa leaf nicaragua uh, actually both of my lineups um the phoenix and you're smoking the lancero version of the phoenix these two companies gave us the most love at pca right. in july so that's why i wanted to show them some love they gave us the most love um, really, you know, for a small lounge, quote unquote, and I'm talking about a new lounge, uh, they didn't care about that. Just whoever walked into, into their, their cubicle, um, they paid a lot of attention to us. So we love them. Uh, Agonasa Leaf, this Suprema Leaf actually just launched at 2021 PCA. Okay. And so this is a Nicaraguan uh, Puro. So filler, binder, wrapper uh, is all Nicaraguan. Uh, you're smoking the Phoenix, the Lancero version. <clears throat> we actually met these guys. We were on lunch break uh, at the food court, and they just walked up. They were no part of the PCA uh, convention besides being observer and, and purchasing and just trying to get their product out. They walked up on us and could barely speak English. Uh, Dominican, so it's a Dominican Puro. Uh, could barely speak English, but uh, a lot of energy, and they walked up with just a handful and was like, hey, you want to try? And so I went to grab, actually, the Lancero. Mm -hmm. Um, just because I, I don't get a chance to smoke a lot. I went to grab Lancero. He said, no, take all of them. Mm. And I was like, blessings. wow, wow. So yeah, that's the Phoenix. Uh, they actually live in, in New York. Um, they also rolled the Ripmo too. We, we house both of those here. Uh, and then Mo is smoking uh, the, the Blowing Smoke. We partnered with Alordum Cigars on some of our infused. Uh, he is smoking the tequila, coconut oh, tequila. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the coconut tequila. So I actually met uh, the owner of that company at PCA. 
Um, I encourage all lounge owners, if you've never been, you should go. If you haven't been, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. figure it out. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> what the heck are you doing? It was a big event for you guys. I yeah. mean, um, a lot's going on. You know, obviously, Blonde Smoke has been our home for, you know, since we've been doing this podcast for the, almost the last three years or so. Um, so before we go any further, we just want to say thank you for just, you know, being a tremendous blessing to us and allowing us to work. Um, but we also want to come here and as you get ready to, to open up the new lounge, um, kind of uncover where you've been, what you've been up to. Like I said before, it was uh, season one, episode three. Make sure you guys check that out if you haven't already. Um, that The last time we really got a chance to sit down with you kind of one-on-one and We've got a new face at the table, Mr. Jacoby, you know, and so talk to us about your experience of being a lounge owner now. Oh, man. Uh, it's a daunting task. <laughs> if you want to do it correctly, you know, if you want to respect the culture and be true to your craft, um, there's a lot that goes into it. There are a lot of minor details that I didn't see from the outside coming in. Uh, I initially was introduced to cigars through DJing. Um, Way back in the day, a cigar lounge brought me in to DJ, and I just loved the energy. I saw the network, you know, just the community, everybody having a good time, and I was like, wow, there's something here. And so um, the way God designed things, he hooked me up with EB, and she's kind of held my hand and brought me along the way, and she's been, you know, really the heartbeat of this business, and I get to see firsthand what it takes to run a cigar lounge, and it's not for the faint at heart. Right. And it's funny because before we started the show, we walked in and, you know, we did our pleasantries and what have you. And I go to the back and what were you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Fixing the sink. We, we had a little leak back there. Yeah, so. my man's on his hands and knees getting, getting it in, putting the work in so that everyone that patronizes the business can have a, a you know, a great experience as they come here. You mentioned the culture and, and you mentioned, you know, putting all the effort into kind of making your dream or dreams come into reality. Um, I want to go into the mindset of that. Like, you know, obviously we've heard on so many different episodes how much blood, sweat, and tears and energy you have to put into to something. But can you translate that or put that into layman's terms? Um, it, in terms of an athlete, uh, there's no sleep. You no. know, you... you um, you know, now, now is, is you're always on, you know, I think as an entrepreneur, you're always on, there are no hours, there's no nine to five, eight to four or whatever. You could be in the middle of the night, one o'clock and you're thinking, Wills, you got to get up and you got to go write it down, you know, jot it down, get on the computer, look up something, read something because you just can't sleep. Um, besides we stay open, uh, and we're going to transition. We stay open pretty late. So we're up here, you know, late at night. So there's, there, there's no, uh, there's not much rest and you have to fight for your rest. Cause if not, you know, you will burn out. Mm -hmm. Um, you will burn out. You'll start snapping on partners and staff and, um, you know, it comes out of you. So, uh, this is a lot of work. I think a lot of people, they want to get into the cigar business as far as lounge owner because they think you get to chill and, and smoke cigars and drink and just chit chat with people. And it is a lot of that. Sure. Uh, but there is a ton of work. It's another side of that curtain. Behind yeah. the curtain. Yeah, we've seen it yeah. firsthand. It's work. When yeah. you pull back the curtain, I mean, it, the door says 3 o'clock during the week and 12 o'clock for us on the weekend. But, um, you know, I'm up here early morning. He's up here in the middle of the night. Uh, if he's finishing a DJ gig and he's passing through and there's something he needs to take care of and, um, you know, every hour is a possible hour to put work in. You know, behind the curtain, and I really feel like that's what we're doing, mm -hmm. right? Um, we've seen firsthand from, you know, your growth and maturation, you know, I think you were six months in to being a, a lounge owner to now the new location. And, and um Every business has a challenge, right? And we know it's always about problem solving, but you know, as you look up and, and you move to a, a beautiful location, you. you had some challenges in the way, oh, yeah. right? So talk to our visionaries and both of you, you know, talk to our visionaries about some of the roadblocks either that are 
able to be forecasted or not forecasted that you guys have had to deal with. We don't have to get into the specifics, but yeah. what people can understand from a general perspective. Yeah. Well, we'll be transparent. You know, there's some things that we, hey. we have to keep off table, but we, we definitely want to share. Um, you know, we want, I feel like I'm a transformational leader. So if I'm going to lead and advise, and then, then I need to give you some guts and some meat and potatoes. Mm -hmm. uh, but I will say, I'm, I'm going to let Jacoby answer first, but Jacoby actually has been on the scene from day one. People didn't know that. Right. Uh, we, we were brought together by a, a mutual partner that's no longer a part of the company. Um, and so he was more on the silent side. Uh, that was his agreement, but he's always been. Um, and it was more of me kind of being the face because, you know, the, the other partner had a nine to five. And so this was kind of, you know, I kind of took the, the bull by the horns and ran with it and kind of made it my vision. And then they just kind of fell in place. But he has been since day one. Uh, so I, I definitely want to put that out there. And the more time that has gone on, uh, the more responsibilities that he is uh, accepted. He's accepted. You know, it hasn't been, we, I threw it on him, but he's accepted a lot of responsibility because he, he likes it. He likes being here. Um, but yeah. So let's talk about the transition of, of this new beautiful establishment and what that experience was like. Um, I'm sure you guys kind of plotted out, okay, this is what this is going to look like, but there's been some challenges, and much to you know everybody's sure game. You know it's gonna happen. Yeah, um, man, it's almost like where to begin. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I, I have other businesses. You know, I've um, rented locations. I've done different you know things like that. So a lot of the process that I assume we would go through, that I've been through before, wasn't so cut and dry in this transition. Um, of course when you want to do a cigar lounge the right way of course ventilation of course keeping the smoke inside of here because you know that's one of the main complaints that businesses have their neighbors complain about the smoke sure. and so and um coming into this location to try to do that the right way there was a lot of roadblocks on that part so um you know i'm trying to really um debate on what to convey you know what to share and you know walking that fine line but um the main thing i would say is diligence you know understanding what you're getting yourself into understanding who you're dealing with when you're signing certain agreements certain contracts and um you know i'm the type of person i try to take people at face value sure. you know if you say you're gonna do something that's what I. that's what i'm gonna hold you to i'm not gonna hold you accountable for anything more or anything less and it's a shame that you can't do that. It's anymore. different. Yeah. yeah, it's anything other than that. You definitely can't. So um, from my perspective, a lot of the roadblocks where in previous encounters, you know, dealing with landlords, dealing even in purchasing buildings where people are like, here's what it is. And this is what we're going by. You know, what's written. We didn't have that in this situation. You know, we had a lot of undercutting, a lot of lies and things like that. And so to persevere, because, you know, if you're not open, you're not making money. You know, and so for this being our livelihoods, it was a, you know, a, a testament of our faith, you know, and our perseverance and all of that. And uh, I, I know Edwina will, you know, go a little bit further. But um, what I would say to anybody who might try to open a business, who's getting in the bed with a landlord or owner or anything like that, who's signing contracts, um, stay on top of everything. Keep your documentation and hold them to the letter of what's written you know no no favors no you know chumminess no buddiness um at the end of the day it's business it's contractual and if you have to get a lawyer involved to protect yourself then do just that but never assume that somebody's always going to be on the up and up and work in your best favor so without getting to the nitty-gritty that's, that's yeah. what i'll say about it's great sound advice yeah. i'm curious as to when did you become committed right like I mean, we've known for a while that you've been involved, right? But, you know, with you having no experience as far as, like, running a lounge to the to the depth that EB was, you know, running, running things, right? When did you say, okay, I'm committed. Like, I'm going to make this work. Every time she threw a responsibility at you, like, when did you internally say, I'm going to make this happen? I'm going to I'm gonna do, carry my weight and then some. I'm going to be a true partner with EB here at Blowing Smoke. Um, honestly, it was a gradual progress because, you know, Honestly, when I first came into it, um, I didn't know much about the culture. I just know I liked it, mm -hmm. you know, and I saw 
an opportunity, an investment opportunity. So behind the scenes, of course, you know, you're contributing financially, but you're not really putting in any sweat equity. And the reality is you can get money from anywhere. So it's like, what value am I really adding? And so as I started getting more involved, I saw how much Edwina was doing. You know, she's not sleeping, you know. Like she said, we open up at three, but I might just be in the neighborhood chilling, 9 a.m., I see her vehicle outside of the, of the business. You know, what are you doing? I'm placing orders. She's on the phone, she's making connections. I think a lot of our success and what makes us unique is her dedication to building relationships. I think that that has carried us very far and allowed us different opportunities. And so when I saw that she had so much weight, you know, on her shoulder, cause it's not so much as just, okay, place an order. You know, it's more like building relationships so you can place that order. Um, she, for the longest was like, we need to be distributors. You know, that'll give us a different edge and that'll allow us access to other things. I didn't even know what that meant. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? So, a lot um, of people don't. To be honest, very, very true. A lot of very people true. don't, and I'm talking about not not enthusiasts or you know aficionados. Or I'm talking about lounge owners uh, and tobacconists. They don't know the difference or understand that. So, you're not by yourself or in a boat well, alone. Good. It made me feel a little bit better. But um, I mean, just seeing um, the amazing thing about Edwina she was carrying this business on her back and you know um in the humble beginnings you know most people started ground zero we started a little bit below because <laughs> of the way that we came into the business and trying to outgrow and you know change transform minds because some people had their opinion just because of the location that we were at when we started the business as well as previous ownership yeah all of that and so seeing her carry this thing and knowing that if I had to do what she had to do, I wouldn't make it. It inspired me to say, okay, I need to be more disciplined, number one, because she was still doing her, her basketball things. You know, she was working with an organization. She has her own organization. So it's like, how are you balancing all of this and still running this business? Like, I couldn't fathom that. But at that point, it's like anything that I can do to take a little bit let me go clean the toilet real quick, you know what I'm saying? Because she was the one doing it. If, if nobody else was doing it, she would do it. You know, everything we see here is her mind, you know. I've got a question um, that a lot of people, well, you touched on it, but a lot of people may have glossed over it. And that was the fact that you were a silent partner, right? Um, silent partner, can you kind of describe what that looks like? Because it's not just, or maybe it is just stroking a check and saying here's you know my portion for the rent or, or whatever that looks like what what was your role like as a silent partner um should i give them the reality reality yeah as, never real. as as a silent partner initially it was just making sure money was there you know helping out with the humidor and um making sure the rent was paid you know making sure the door stayed open things like that and then um as there was some friction, you know, with the uh, ownership, you know, the three partners that were involved, I was actually acting as a mediator, you know, um, almost like, okay, I hear your side, I hear your side. That's compromised because I think I had a little bit of respect from being what I would consider a successful business owner. So at least something that I say has some value where one person might say, we'll wing it, we'll figure it out. The other person at Wiener would say, no, no, let's plan this out. Let's, you know, we're going to stay. We ain't winging nothing, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We ain't winging nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the only thing you winging is on the court. That's it. That's it. <laughs> or some chicken wings. <laughs> so, um, and that that was it. You know, like, passive input, passive suggestions. Um, if an idea came out, you know, I'd put my little sauce on it, you know, to hopefully help it. Or if I was like, uh, I don't know, you know. So, But let me ask you this, just to... to challenge that right so if if it wasn't able to work and you dumped x amount of money into it which is your own dollars into the business and it flops you take the l um yeah in any circumstance where a partner like edwina isn't involved if i had two partners like the previous i probably would walk away you know what i'm saying cut my losses and call it a day but you know some people just have something in them where you know they're winners you know you know they're gonna persevere you know what i'm saying and um i 
I try to surround myself with those type of people. And in this community, there's a lot of them. There are a lot of people that I don't care how bad they get kicked down, they're gonna find a way to dust themselves off and come back even harder. And if you have a partner like that and you have that type of tenacity inside of you, you know it's just a matter of time before you get on the positive side, before you actually win. And so that that's what really kept me holding on is that um, she believed in it and I believe in her. So before I switch gears, allow me to say thank you, Cuff, to one of the groups that supported us from from Borderline Jump Street, and that's the good folks at Class A Vodka. Crystal and Tim, thank you guys so much for all your support. Ladies and gentlemen, we stand on the product for a reason. Class in every glass is the slogan. Get yourself a bottle of Class A Vodka. The uh, Instagram handle is at Class A underscore Vodka, I believe, and it's Class A with a K. Um, we promise you, you will not be disappointed. Again, it's Class in every glass. Get your hands, get your your hands on a bottle of Class A Vodka. Jacoby, you mentioned the word uh, earlier, and I'm going to ask EB. You mentioned the word balance. With everything that we know that you've put into this EB, how do you achieve any some is there is there a form of or semblance of balance in your life at this moment? Like how do you how do you maintain it all? That's funny because that's that's my 2021 word. Balance. Is balance. Okay. Um, and I think that there's always uh, it's a seek and find mission. Like you're you're never perfect. You're you're always trying to figure out. Uh, once something's added to the right hand or to one side of the plate, how do I balance it out? Or how do I remove something? What can be removed on the right side if I'm adding something? So uh, it, there is no formula. There's no formula. It just comes down to, for me, it's my peace, protecting my peace. Uh, unfortunately, basketball is all and everything that I know, and that's the thing in 2021 that I had to remove. Uh, and not completely. Uh, I removed it and I'm working it at my own pace and you know just having that flexibility to to say what I want what I will do what I won't do um, and and so again balance is just you got to figure it out an old, old cat once told me they said he said there's no such thing as balance he said you're just juggling and you're, you're trying to make sure nothing hits the, make sure yeah. nothing hits the floor you can't really balance because if you're giving a hundred percent over here, then you're not giving a hundred percent over here. So it literally is, it's a juggling act. And, and I think, you know, I know what you're talking about. I think that was such a sage uh, comment. I mean, it's one of those things, I mean, we're all entrepreneurs at this table, right? And I'm, I'm having a day struggle now. I mean, you know what I got going on. And I'm just, and I don't even quote unquote own a full blown establishment, right? I got this from my little, little personal company, but it's amazing to see the work that you've put in and that both of you guys have put in in the midst of a pan, well, basically with two pandemics, um, obviously, you know, you guys have changed locations. You definitely have upgraded. Like, this is a beautiful facility. And so one of the things, like, I'm always trying to prep myself for, like, the next step, the next step, right? And it's like, how do you maintain balance between, okay, I have this, I have this. Not to mention I've got a family. And so it's it's amazing to see you be able to pull it off. Like, kudos to you, sis. Appreciate it. No problem at Appreciate all. Appreciate it. It's stressful. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how it looks from the outside, but... um no, it's tough. It's the whole, uh, it's the duck in the pond thing, right? Like, you know, you see a duck and he's just cruising along the water, but underneath there, it's all hell's breaking loose yeah. with his feet. And so you're doing a good job of it. Yeah, thank you. So what can folks expect from the new lounge? I'll let you take all this. All right. <laughs> um, so you can expect uh, a larger location. Uh, in the last location, we were kind of divided. We had that dividing wall where it was members one side, but we would open it up when we had events and then um, just common area. Uh, so now we put more focus into our common area. Um, that's going to be our largest square footage inside of the space. And then our members lounge is smaller. Um, not to disrespect our members or anything like that, but we wanted to make it a look a little bit more exclusive mm -hmm. uh, because at this moment you can't see in there. Yeah, j that's new. Yeah, that's new. Because that was the last time. Yeah, okay. I wasn't here two weeks ago when you guys were here before. Um, and that's what we wanted, but they can see out. Yeah. Uh, and so that that's something we wanted them to have their privacy. Um, you also notice, and I think that people have seen pictures of it, so I'm not going to withhold it, but this quote unquote stage or as we put on um, our renderings into the city uh, the presentation table okay yeah okay. <laughs> the presentation table uh, is on the outside of the members lounge so it's in the common area now uh, which gives Jacoby more freedom to to bring some of his ideas and the things that he wants to do and things that he loves and that he's a natural at 
um, you know, to add those ideas to what we do. Our humidor is probably two to three times the size, uh, which is scary when I was drawing. And it's funny because he's seen this. Um, I drew this lounge on a regular piece of paper, eight and a half by 11 piece. I, I drew it and I'm not an artist. And he was like, what is that? I said, that's the humidor. He looked at me like, who's humidor? <laughs> right? said, that's the humidor. And he was like, okay, okay, all right. You took a deep I breath. Said, I know. <laughs> I know. Now, well, real quick, so for, for those enthusiasts, aficionados, um, what does that mean when you're talking about scaling out a humidor? Why is that? Why could that be daunting? When I saw her drawing, <laughs> and that humidor took up that much of the actual, you know, total location, my first thought is right now, wood is expensive. We got to buy all this cedar to Ooh. out fit that that humidor and then product because i remember you know as a silent partner coming in initially right. my little i ain't gonna say a dollar amount but it was a good amount mm -hmm. that i put in and it didn't fill up our old humidor you know we had to grow into it mm -hmm. as, as she said so when i see all of this real estate i'm like okay this is not you know if we want it to look right and not look skimpy and you know all of that stuff it's gonna cost some money so that's that's what I thought when I first saw her her drawing, and I I was like, is this kind of to scale? You know, like or did you get a little overzealous with the? But, uh, I think you missed an inch. Here. You sure you got this measurement right? <laughs> but um, at the same time, I like a challenge. You know, I like the idea of having something bigger which means we get to accommodate more potential customers and especially with us being right off the freeway i believe that we'll have a lot of traffic of people that we've never seen before seen before people passing through you know going down south or coming up and to have the opportunity to have something that they might like you know or just to have a lot for them to choose from um that's a great feeling you know yeah. I, I love that so we got a stage we got the members only uh, see-through mm -hmm. uh, glass yeah. and beautiful humidor and I didn't want to cut you off but I mean yeah, that it right. seems daunting but like what else is what else we got popping over here blowing smoke so um, because you guys have the advantage of being in here um, what I'm not what I'm about to say is not foreign so basically we have um, it's like a different aura in each different space, yep, right? Yes. Right. Green. So, so yeah. depends on where you're sitting you're gonna get a different and the TVs not are not even up yet right so depending on where you're sitting you're gonna get a different vibe right and so what I like to say is we're versatile right if you want to come in and you know you're that 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 corporate worker um, and you want to come in lunch break and do a little work or not or take a phone call uh, and have some coffee whatever we have that vibe if you want to duck off and just work on your computer over in the back space we have that vibe read a book we have that that vibe if you want to get in the in the, the the largest part of the common area and on the projector screen that that is going to be there and watch a game we have that vibe um so you really can't miss be yeah. all things to all people right. yeah right and so we kind of touched on this a little bit you mentioned the uh, a couple or i know you were traveling a lot this summer taking advantage of while the construction was going on um, for the new lounge. Mm -hmm. We got a bunch of new faces in there. Mm -hmm. um, so we've added to our arsenal. You talked, Kobe talked about uh, filling up that humidor. What are some of the new cigar faces or, or brands that you guys are now carrying? And some of the, you know, tried and true ones. Yeah. So I'm a relationship person. You guys know that, yeah. right? Since before I had a lounge, before Vision Lab, you know, I knew you. Mm -hmm. Um, cuff and then you connected me over so I'm a relationship person I show love where love is shown to me um, so when when I went to PCA in July out in Vegas the the companies that really made me feel welcome um, you know because not a lot of people and I'm, and I'm not saying in this area but on that international stage it's like who is blowing smoke cigar lounge right some people may know because we have done a decent job with our marketing um, particularly in the southern region um, but some other people don't know so when we walk in and they're looking at your badge trying to oh okay Texas you know trying to figure out who you are 
but the energy like it's it's a vibe that you feel you know some some people just rub you wrong or some people you like i don't know what it is about him or her but i really like it yeah. and so those people with the with the little monies that we had um allotted for cigars because obviously the build out was was a lot but with the money that we put aside for purchases I wanted to show them love first. Okay. So some of those companies, um, Agonorsa, that I'm actually smoking right now. Which is a great product. This is a, a really good, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Uh, I think we have now added probably eight eight different facings. Mm. Um, so we're, we're loaded with Agonorsa uh, in the humidor now. Uh, Phoenix is a smaller, uh, more boutique company. Um, they also have another line, Ritmo, that's under their brand, uh, that's Dominican. So we brought those. I actually had to Google and find them because I couldn't find their business card when I got back. Um, so we opened a, uh, an account with them. We opened an account with Blackbird. Um, I really like their swag. Like if you look at their cigars, it's, it's colors, right? It's purple, it's yeah. red, it's blue. So it catches the eye. Right, and so new to the game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's just say the the uncommon or the the not the, the non everyday smoker, they're gonna gravitate to them because they don't know, but it's colorful. Right, right. And so then once they're looking at it, you know you got them, and then you start talking about it. So we added um, five of their seven um, facings. We added five. We actually have their limited edition uh, cigar we just got at the end of last week. And there was only 500 boxes made, oh, wow. and so yeah, and that's that's a very limited um, crop, and so we were able to get four boxes uh, of that one, uh, and that one's called the Macaw uh, Blackbird. We also brought back. Um, you were asking about them earlier, and it's slipping my mind now. Oh, man, don't put me on the spot. No, no I'm, I won't put you on. You were asking about, so they they do um, flavors, and I gave you guys one the last time. Oh, uh, Don Rafa. Don, Don Rafa, yeah. 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 Shout out to Don Rafa. Hey, yeah. listen, I, you know, shout out to uh, astute gentleman, Jeff D Jeff Davis. Uh, we, we record there sometimes as well. And I met, we, yeah, I met Don. You didn't meet him, right? I met him too at, uh, at a one different of Jeff, time. Yeah, one yeah. of Jeff's barbecues. All right, so I smoked it. He's like, kind of the same experience yeah. you had at PCA, yeah. although he didn't give me a ton, but he gave me like five. And I was yeah. like, all right, cool. And just that energy, that love, and, and the, the smoke was good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm a big fan of them. I'm glad you came. Man. Right. So do you guys remember them from our two-year anniversary? I no. do. I don't. I do. Because I know you've been every big event. You've been there. <clears throat> they actually did our two-year anniversary party. So November, coming up on a year. November 13th is our anniversary. So they did our two-year. But it was before they changed branding. Right. So they changed the labels um, and they changed their reps. So the people that we were dealing with no longer. Uh, uh, yeah. So okay. they have new they have a, a different energy. Yeah. Right. So different people. And so now all of a sudden it's like, I like you yeah. and I like your cigar. Yeah. <laughs> but for, for us, it was really good for our lounge. And the reason why I brought them in for our two year is because we have a lot of, quote unquote, uh, non-smokers or people that are coming in with a boyfriend um, people that are coming in just because they're like, oh, it's female on, I feel comfortable. So it has those different flavors, you know, uh, the, the peach cobbler, yeah. uh, the, the raspberry champagne. Oh, so yeah, yeah the stuff yeah, that, that smells good in the air. And so they have a ton of flavors. And so that's why I brought them in for the anniversary and then full circle. And that's relationships, um, supporting Jeff. Um, for Dallas Cigar Week and then yeah. seeing them in the building we reconnected and then doing uh, Garcella is really where um, the bridge was mended and they we met with them um, on that Sunday after before they flew out and they apologized for the relationship that was messed up and matter of fact we received a box today of some swag for them saying hey we just want to let you know we really apologize and just a box of swag that we received today so what's up well, well, business 101 like if you mess up just own, own it, it. Own just it. own it and you can probably keep that bridge from being burned yeah. just uh, and own at it. the end of the day everybody's a human being right like yeah, there's not one person that's walked this earth or there's only one person that's walked this earth that's right. been perfect right so own it like you said fess up to the mistake and salvage the relationship so uh, um some mainstays you know i know we we, we got to have some mainstays in the uh in the humidor yep so uh for us number one uh definition Absolutely. Yeah. Really yeah yeah definition um they're you know our highest seller and because those guys have done so well 
in the Metroplex, in the community. Um, happy belated birthday to Jamal. I was able to spend his birthday on Sunday. The 919, mm -hmm. which is the, the light blue band, yep. uh, is his birthday stick. So we do carry that. Um, that stand, um, we, we also love uh, Drew Estate um, because Ryan has done a great job. Um, I know you guys have sat down with him a couple weeks ago. He's done a great job. He's a good guy. Shout out yes. to Ryan. Right yeah. He's got a good name. Yeah. <laughs> Drew, Drew State, make sure y'all keep him on the payroll. Yeah, no, he's he does a great job in this, this region. But something that Jacoby mentioned earlier, uh, in order to have a Drew Estate account, you have to be a distributor, right? So you cannot just have a retail uh, tobacco license in order to do business with them directly. Um, so that that's one account that we've been able to, to benefit off of, and, and we're still growing. Um, so definition, Drew Estate, um, we're keeping Cavalier. I, I put their ashtrays um, here. I think you actually have their LE for 2021. Yeah, yeah lined up. Um, but again, relationship person. I will say, and Jacoby can um, attest to this, they gave us the most love since we shut down. And I mean, just what do y'all need? What can we do? How can we help? What ideas do you have? Yeah. Uh, some far-fetched ideas we threw out there, whether they were taken or not, but well, they, listen. Yeah, yeah, they wanted to listen. So Sebastian uh, and his rep, Scott, um, good dudes. Um, they, we were definitely continuing to do business with them. Um, yes, you were talking about business relationships. Another one that we have is the good folks at Dallas Leaf LLC. Uh, you know, they've, they've been with us for a while now, too, Cuff, at this point. Uh, Ron, Sheree, Dave, the Bean, kind of the whole squad. I mean, it's, it's an army of people, right? Uh, the website is DallasLeafLLC.com. The Instagram handle is at DallasLeafLLC. Cigars, entertainment, charitable events, whatever it might be, give the good folks at Dallas Leaf LLC. We promise you won't be disappointed. A look to the future now. So... At some point, the doors will be open to the general public, <laughs> at right? Some point, that's very, very soon. <laughs> very, very soon. You know, you and I have talked about it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. What do you envision when the rest of the general public gets to come in and see y'all's new digs? Because this, this is this is beautiful. It's a beautiful spot. Agreed. We we obviously you know we will be here. This yeah, will. yeah. I believe you, and you have to. You have no choice. Nah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, from my perspective. It's just the um, standard of excellence mm. that we're committed to. You know, um, you, you've already seen it at our other location, but now it's like we have to, you know, for this location, you know, for the size, for the money, the sweat that's gone into it, we have to make our clientele feel that, you know. And so that's going to be conveyed from the moment they come through the door, you know. Um, our customer service is definitely going to be, you know, a, a step up. You know, I think that um, I pride myself on, you know, the rapport that we build with our clients. You know, it's not just a cut and dry relationship. You know, these are our clients are becoming our friends, yeah. you know, if they're not already. And so we're really looking forward to a lot of new faces and making new connections. You know, so that's one of the things that I really look forward to the most. You know, when I when we when we started the episode, I <clears throat> I said that we're home, mm -hmm. and I think you know every cigar lounge strives or, or wants their their clientele to feel like a second. This is a second home for them, and, and it really is. I mean, from the hospitality to um, obviously the the cigar, the humidor, and I can I for one <laughs> appreciate a stocked humidor because you're not you know we've yeah, been in yeah. some places that. Yeah. It's like, a, were they were they robbed? <laughs> it's a little, it's a little, little, little faint in here. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's it's just a, a it's a quality atmosphere, a quality environment, quality people that are, are behind the counter, making sure that you feel it at home um, while you're away from home. Um, real quickly, let's drop your social media handles. Let's drop your your address. How all the folks can get a hold of you guys. Okay, so the location is 1604 North Interstate 35 East in Lancaster or Lancaster, if you're from Lancaster. here, Texas. Oh, Lancaster. <laughs> 75134. Uh, so direction-wise, it's right off of I-35. Uh, whether you're going north or south, it's the Pleasant Run exit. 
uh, and we're on the northbound side of the access road. Our social media handles are Instagram is Instagram is Blowing Smoke Cigar Lounge, Blowing Smoke Cigar Lounge, and that's Blowing without the G, B L O W I N. Uh, Facebook is Blowing Smoke Cigars or Blowing Smoke. We wanted to capture as much as we could, uh, as text would say, you got to own your name. That's right. uh, and then Twitter, we also are on Twitter. Uh, and it's blowing smoke cigar C I G R. Mm. I know so, that uh, I know that the fandom is salivating at the mouth to, to get in here. So go ahead and grab that bottle. Well, yeah, I want to say something too, just because you guys, uh, you know, are are reopening soon. We want to bless y'all with this bottle Appreciate from Grand Brulo. Yeah. Shout out to Francisco, you know, Francisco, the owner. And I think we've we've given y'all a taste a little bit different. But we're gonna, if it's okay with you, can we pop the top to, to do a toast? Okay. Let's do it. All right. So this part of the episode, and e, you're no stranger to uh, to the podcast. But you COVID, we're gonna get in the hot seat, big yep. dog. This is uh, landing the plane. Brought to you by the good folks of Grand Brulo. Thank you again, to Francisco, the owner, Jameson, the lovers team, um, everyone who's a part of the partnership. We we appreciate you guys 100. percent you guys are great partners. Thank you so much. So, Jacoby, yes, it's you, and there's a round table, and there are five other seats. Who are the five other people you want at your table? And the caveat, or stipulation if it is, uh, if you will, you can't have EB at your table, and you, <laughs> and you can't have whatever religious deity that you believe in. That's too easy. Wow. Was not ready for that. Uh, I, I should have warned you. Should have warned. That's you. my yeah. fault, partner. Uh, alive or dead, okay. or just alive? No dead or alive? Oh man, that's tough. I think at my table, I would sit definitely Martin Luther King down. Mm. I sit Malcolm X down, and I sit Marcus Garvey down. Okay. This was smart. And then yeah. uh, four and five, four and five. That's ooh. There, there's lots of. A lot of people. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's tough. That's tough. I think I would bring Jay Z in. Okay. I think I would. You know, the business acumen is on point, and there's a lot of knowledge that could be had just from hearing him speak. And then the fifth one, you said I can't have EB. Hmm. <laughs> can't have a deity. Okay. Y'all making it tough. Hmm. 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 Like we should have the Jeopardy song on yeah. right mm-hmm. now. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know what? In all honesty, that fifth seat, I think, would have to go to Pac. Mm. Really? It's a music guy. He's a music guy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I can what? see the wheels just turning. Yeah. And what would you ask him? Because you're one of the people that actually had him at your table. So what would you ask him? I would ask him... Um, what is in today's climate what is the bigger picture or one thing that i saw Pac do with his music is he appealed to a lot of different audiences you know i'm saying if you listen to you know the range of songs that he had he had some for the hood people but then he had some for the sentimental people you know some for the for the ladies and the way he crafted his music you could tell that there was something deeper inside of him it wasn't just about rapping. It wasn't, you know, all the things that he had been through. It was something that he was trying to pour into the community through his music. And so me being a, you know, low-key social activist and wanting something better for our community and for our future generations, I believe that he was steering something, but doing it in a low-key way. You know, putting out music, you know, keeping that balance of commercial, but also having a message, you know, tucked in there. Um, I would say, you know, hey, what what is your vision? Because all of these people that I'm sitting down with um, have the key, you know, and I believe that, you know, once we are able to unlock the minds, then we can change, you know, the world, you know, and Speak on do something better for our future generations. Speak on it. Mm-hmm. Um, since you've been on the show several times, I'll switch it up for you, E. If you were a cigar, mm. what would you be? Complex. Binder, binder, wrapper, filler. Complex. 
So show me I, a woman who ain't complaining. <laughs> <laughs> am I choosing a cigar on the market or am I creating my own? No matter. If Go you ahead. are a cigar. See, see she's already <laughs> see, being complex. Again, show me a woman who ain't complex. <laughs> if you were a cigar, what would you be? Binder, wrapper, filler. Okay, so you are correct with with the female. That's just what we are. We're mm. layered. Uh, you know, you, you can't you can't do this thing without us. <laughs> All right. So as I am educating myself, because that's some of the stuff that I do in the, in late at night, and it's like, what are you doing? Um, yeah, I really am. Yeah. Um, so I would be. Uh, Criollo 99 rapper. Okay. So, what is that? So, everybody's like, oh, do you have Cubans? You have Cubans? No, and we can't have Cubans. But a Criollo is from Cuba. So, all of the Cuban cigars were made with this rapper. Okay. So, I would, I would be that rapper. And actually, I would go binder and filler Nicaragua. Yeah. Hmm. I'll keep it simple. But, but, Here's the reason why. So Dominican, which I love, Phoenix, um, depends on the mood. Everybody asks, what is your favorite cigar? I don't know. It depends on my mood, time, time of day. Where am I in life? Uh, Dominican uh, and Honduran tobacco tends to be a little bit spicy for me. I'm not a huge pepper girl. Um, more smooth, more in the medium, medium plus, uh, with little spice at the foot. So that's what the Criollo gives you. And then the Nicaraguan is, is uh, uh, just, just medium and, and full all the way through. Yeah. All right, Jacoby. Back to you. What advice would you be giving yourself from five years ago? Spit it out. You that whatever that first thought that just popped in your head. Go ahead and give it to us. I mean, of course, I'm gonna yell out Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be a game changer for us. But um, you know. The, the diligence of um, truly seeing people for who they are. Some people, they, they put it out there on a platter, but I have this thing where I try to see the best in people regardless. And so I feel like there's a lot of um, shortfalls, L's, but you know, L's are just lessons. Right. You know, that if I could skip some of those L's, you know, some of those setbacks, um, I would probably tell myself, hey, do your due diligence, do your research on people and follow your gut. You know, some people look real good on paper and they have to talk to, to back it up. But if you dig just a little bit deeper, you see that they're not the real deal. And I pride myself on being who I say I am. You know, what I represent, what you see when you see me, when you hear me speak, that's what I live. And not everybody's that way. Mm. So I think that there are some relationships that I could have cultivated a little bit better. Um, and some relationships that I wouldn't have invested in um, based on that. So That's I good. think if I could just tell myself, hey, stop being so, you know, bright eyed, bushy tailed, you know, be a little bit more stern. You know, you can't um, you can't water every seed, you know, because not every seed is planted in fertile ground, you mm. know, so. I would um, give myself that advice, and then um, with that advice, I think I would move a little bit different. All right, I'm gonna make you a little bit older, so forgive me, okay? You're five years older now. What advice is that older version of Jacoby, what advice is he giving you today? That's a tough one. That's why I asked it. That, that <laughs> <was> a, <laughs> that's a very tough one. Um, I think, um, that guy is telling me kind of um, along where my mind is transforming into is um, understanding that faith is it's subjective. I found myself calling myself faithful, mm. but it wasn't real faith. You know what I'm saying? The real faith. You're preaching right now, now, brother. Yes. Don't don't get me close. You preaching. <laughs> so I think five years from now, you know, he say, hey, everything is a part of the grand design. You know, all of the hardships that you're going through. You know, all. You know. Um, okay, we we gonna go a little bit deep. 
Uh, Let's and, go. And a right or wrong answer. Tell, tell, tell. Come on now. The, the thing that I realized and that I've learned and that God has shown me, he said, there's nothing that you've asked me for that I haven't given mm -hmm. you. Now, when you ask for something, he going to start you on the course. You know, almost like that American Gladiator. I don't know if y'all remember that show, yeah. how the, the Eliminator, you know, that, that last thing where you got to go through all that stuff. When you ask for something, you, you got that gauntlet to go through. But that's a part of the process because it's toughing you up and getting you ready for the next level. Almost, you know, like in video games, you know, when you... I knew you had to bring up a video game at some point. I got to stay, you know, cool in these streets. But, you know, when, when, you, when you ask for something, um, you know, if you want to level up, you know, you get equipped with a different type of armor. You know, you get that upgrade to your armor, to your to your weapons even, you know, your arsenal, which is really your mind. Mm -hmm. And so basically understanding that the faith is under is knowing that when you say this is what I want and you pray for it, you know, and you speak it into existence, that there's a responsibility and a challenge and, you know, that course that comes with that. You know, and so when I get weary, you know what I'm saying? And um, honestly, I think we kind of hold each other up because there's the moments where it's like, I don't need this. You, you know what I mean? Like, but, um, you know, when, when you have a strong team around you, they can remind you of what your faith really should be. Mm -hmm. So five years from now, he's saying, hey, stay the course, listen to God. You know what I'm saying? Because you 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 know when he's speaking to you. And you know when you kind of hear him, but you're going to do your own. Don't do your own thing. You know, do your due diligence. Stay true to what your calling is, and everything will be all right. Yeah. All right, last question of the pod. Okay, before you ask this last question, that's why this is my pod. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, listen. We went to some some depth on that one. Yeah, and this this is why people I, say how how <laughs> this guy this and I'm sure he gets that about me too. This uptight girl, whatever they say, but balance. Yin and yang. That's yeah, like this this is why and and we didn't ask for each other. I didn't know this guy. It yes, works did. out though, don't it? I'm gonna say yes, you did. Okay, cause I I didn't think I knew him. No, I'm gonna say that you did ask for him. You no, I asked. Correct. For him. I asked for You're right. Because that speaks on what he's just said. Absolutely. Yeah. You're right. That's what I prayed for. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we, we kind of want God to do what we say. Mm -hmm. We want him to do, write the vision, make it play. Lord, this is it. And he's like, actually, this is how I'm going to give it to you. And, yeah, this, this great guy, um, would I choose him to be my partner? No, because I would have overlooked it. But under the surface, if you let it, um, what's the word, manifest, then this is what's revealed. And I'm not stopping there with the flowers. If you understand this guy, and I'm just going to give you a little insight. So <clears throat> we have been waiting for our final walkthrough for probably three weeks, right? It seems like each month was a different title, different subject of what the hurdle was, right? So I'm an athlete, I think I think like sports. We're running 100 hurdles or 300 hurdles. It's like we have extra hurdles in our lane mm -hmm. <laughs> than everybody else. It's like, where do these extra hurdles come well, from? I've been running a 600. Yeah, <laughs> like we got these, we got they jump these extra hurdles. Yeah. On the track. yeah, so over this last <laughs> week, um, when the inspector comes in to do our final walkthrough and he's like, you know, if you pass this, I'm giving your CO. And I said, that's what I like to hear. And we didn't pass, but we didn't pass because um, the smoke ordinance in Lancaster, Lancaster, is that if you are in a building <clears throat> where there are other businesses, you have to retain your smoke in your space. Okay. Right. So that's hard to do. We didn't have this in the other space. Correct. Right. So above the ceiling in the other space was community air. There was no wide walls dividing firewall. each suite. No firewall, no sheetrock, nothing. So here we have a wall and the space next door is a construction site. It's supposed to be an office in the future, but it looks like construction if I walk you over there. And the smoke, once we let off the smoke bombs, because that's the test, 
let off the smoke bombs in our space. And the inspector walks next door and he observes, and you think you have a good wall. And there are all these cracks and leaks and it goes through and he sees smoke. So then we fail. And so we think that um, we have a good wall. And this is another thing that Jacoby, he touched on earlier. You know, make sure that whoever you're doing business with, that whatever they say, it's actually in con in contract. Don't, unfortunately, a man, a woman's word is no longer good. It only goes so far. No, it only goes so far. So you have to have that thing on paper. And whereas it was another person, um, another party, another business responsibility to build this wall to retain the smoke, it was poorly done. And so my partner and his brother for the last week in the middle of the night have been patching holes. And I'm talking about, you know, I don't know the terms of construction, but hands dirty, pant clothes dirty, face dirty, beard. He had a beard a couple <laughs> days, right? He had all of that. He had all that going and then, you know, it's with white concrete, whatever. I don't know what, what it is, mud. but he, yeah, he's up on he's ladders. He's, he's, he's putting his fingers. He's like mm. you say, yeah, he's in the mud and um, just, just getting us to the finish line, mm. you know, in things that we never imagined. Whereas three weeks ago, we're ready to open. And actually it's like, no, we see smoke over there. And so he's been, he's been patching that up. So, um, shout out to Jacoby. Yeah. Flowers. So you actually kind of, um, opened the door to the question that I wanted to ask you. And I've known you for quite a bit. And, and you're, you observe a lot. <laughs> and so I'm going to throw out a specific word mm. to you. But based off of your, uh, the last couple of years of you, you know, soaking in all this knowledge, experiences, so on and so forth, how that has, how this word has changed mm. in your life. And that word is exposed. Ooh. And the reason why I say that, I'll give you a little context and let you think for a second, is because <laughs> this is the most exposure that you've really let out in a long time. Even the, the, the failing of the test that you just talked about. Like ODB? Whoa. Yeah, you ain't going to get it. You ain't getting in. Yeah, but, but yeah. You, you're exposing. So the word is exposed. <clears throat> so I would like to say that I'm a mentor, I'm a teacher, um, that's, that's who I would want to be. I, that's who I would want to be remembered for. But if you're not, I think T.D. Jake said it best that mentorship is about complete nudity and, and it's raw. And you don't have to tell your business, but you can share something that is real and that can help somebody else. Um, so that is absolutely something that I've changed in the last two years and the way that I've done it. Um, <clears throat> exposure in letting people in, into our business a little bit more. Um, I think that's something that our members love, that they take part in what we're doing and how they can help. Uh, matter of fact, we had an issue with the AC in one of the tests we couldn't pass. And a member came by and he said, hey, I have a guy and brought the guy in immediately and he told us, hey, this is what's wrong with this one, this is what's wrong with this one, and we were able to hire and get it fixed. Um, so exposure on that side and letting people in has helped us, has helped me. Uh, but exposure on the business side of things is the seek and find mission. Going out, figuring out what we as African Americans have not been exposed to because mm -hmm. information changes your situation. Every time. We've had that talk. Right? And we, we don't want the information. We think we know everything. Right? But information changes your situation. So going outside of your fishbowl, going outside of your comfort zone, taking part in the PCAs, taking part in the Garcellas, taking part in going to other lounges. That's something that I did in the last six months of mm -hmm. us being closed from yeah. uh, the previous location to now is patronizing other businesses and observing. Like you said, I, I, I'm looking. I know. <laughs> I'm observing. And it's not in a critical way. It's like, okay, I like that. I would do that and then change that. Um, and so that, that's what I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a lifelong lear learner. But I think now, and I think you would agree that you are 
you're willing to be a little bit more exposed as as opposed to being I don't want to use the word guarded but and you use that word but I mean like you're not going to just divulge information off top you know and so I just noticing that from afar it's really been cool to see because I don't think the old would be would, would would be like now nah, let us get open and then we yeah. can you know talk about you, it you know why though <clears throat> and tell me if I'm wrong I was taught I'm not gonna say we because I don't I, I, I'm gonna say we lightly we're taught there's only one of us that's gonna succeed mm -hmm. I wasn't taught that okay so I know what you're talking about. I, that, you know what I'm talking that, about yeah, that yeah. that mindset of crabs in a barrel, <clears throat> crabs in a barrel yeah. right in in our communities where there's one that gets out there's there's one you know you got to fend for yourself because you got to be the one that gets out and so we have that underlying mentality where no nope, what i know i'm going to keep it and i'm not going to share it but how can i call myself a mentor how can you grow how how is that possible see now we can go down this route and i'd love to because now you're talking growth mindset you're basically saying that there's only a limited amount of x that's out there and if you believe in growth mindset, you believe in God. You infinite believe, possibilities. You, you, you should believe in infinite possibilities, but you should believe in abundance. Right. So if you believe in the creator who created all that is, how could there be lack? Right. <laughs> so right. If there's, it's not possible. It's not possible. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah. um, very, very deep insights from you. And, um, you know, obviously this has been an incredible um opportunity to watch not only you as an individual grow and blossom but blowing smoke coming to a, to a new level so thank you it's uh it's been really cool and obviously this is always going to be home for us yeah. for as long as we're doing this before you land the plane because i know you and i i'm a faithful watcher and listener by the way if you haven't already go ahead and subscribe to our youtube channel shameless plug yeah. uh make sure you are subscribed to the vision lab podcast like share all of the all yep. of the above yeah. every single tuesday at 11 30 like religious clockwork yeah so i'm not shameless plug i'm plugging <laughs> right here so one of my trips um i had the opportunity to travel um to miami a little little less than a year ago so we were still open and this was a gentleman, a company that I met at the 2019 IPCPR, which is now PCA. Mm -hmm. uh, again, if you're not going to the trade shows, I'm not sure what you're doing. So I met this guy um, at IPCPR in 2019, which is uh, Espinosa Cigars. And when I met him, I met him the first night. And uh, you do work in the mornings daytime and at night we party yeah. we kick it that's yeah. just what it is at the cigar community like that's a real thing and so I, I go to this party and i'm a newbie right so at that point it was probably eight months in to to business because we started 2018 in november and this was 2019 in july so i meet this guy eric espinosa and he walks up on me um and i'm like this 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 dude you know he got a little swag to him, right? He got a little swag, and um, I'm like, okay, I like this guy. He's kind of fresh. So fast forward to the point. So I take a vacation. I'm in Miami, uh, actually with Class A Vodka, Crystal. Yeah, yeah, my sis. So I'm, I'm vacation with her, <clears throat> and I said, you know what? I'm going to Miami. Let me hit up who I know. So I hit him up. I said, hey, coming your way. Um, you know, I'm. I, sure he remembered me because we had kept in touch after that and I said come in your way he said oh yeah yeah let me know what day I'll take care of you and he was like hit me when you land some people say that and they disappear mm -hmm. in my experience nine out of ten people disappear that's just my experience so I hit him up and he was true to it so he takes me over to his office we, we uber over to his office walk through um, the, the the factory and we just start playing dominoes. I know you would love this. We start playing dominoes on his table. And I see his table. I said, this table is fly. Custom domino table. Yeah, I'm sure. Custom. So he's playing Cuban guy. So it's, it's all these extra dots. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are these extra dots? On the, right. And I know the dots from chicken foot, right? Playing yeah. chicken foot. But we know dominoes from right. growing up. So I'm like, what is that? So he teaches us how to play um, Cuban dominoes. I said, I love this table. 
oh yeah, my guy, yeah, what you need? You want it? Blah, 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 blah. Fast forward to now. I said, E, I like the domino table. Oh, done, what you want on it? I said, huh? He said, what you want on, send me your logo. So, I haven't even received it, but it's in the mail. Yes. He has made us a blowing smoke cigar lounge custom domino table that's gonna be positioned in the lounge. Yes. And he's, I said, what you want from me? And excuse my language, he said, just carry my shit. <laughs> just carry my shit. Yeah. I said, okay. So Espinosa Cigars is lined up in Let's the humidor. They go. have now launched a flavored line, so you can't miss the ladies or newbies because they have a vanilla tip on their flavors. And we also have their facings in the lounge and the domino table is in the mail as of today and should be here by the time we open. Let's Got go. It Let's Shout go. out to Espinosa Cigars. Yes, and we have to get them on the show. Yeah. Bless them. Okay. Mm. Sure. So uh, EB, Jacoby, Thank you all just again for another uh, amazing episode here on the Vision Lab podcast. Remember, visionaries, each one of our guests are dropping nuggets of wisdom here on the trail of life. Ultimately, it's up to you to pick them up. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ryan Mosley. He is Ryan Cuffey. Thank you to Edwina Brown and DJ Too Clean. We know you as Jacoby, uh, the owners of Blowing Smoke Cigar Lounge. Again, the address here is 1604 North I-35 in Lancaster, Texas. Uh, we will see you guys on another great episode next week of the Vision Lab Podcast. Blessings. <laughs>